once again to the Harry D Podcast. My name is Harrison, and as always, I'm here with my friend and co-host of the show, DJ. Hello and salutations. It's a nice intro you got there. I like the alliteration you used. Yes, yes, yes. It's a nice word. One of those $5 words. Yeah, you have to pay a lot for it. As a uh, special treat for anybody listening, uh, we have a good friend of ours also on the show, uh, our good friend Gabe, who is going to be joining us at Sochi Strike in April. Gabe? Yeah, you know, I just, I just want to, I just want to thank God. <laughs> Already doing a victory speech and it hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see, uh, it's destined uh, to happen, considering I'm just so cool. And, now, if, we, if and when we lose, I'm gonna blame you and hold you yeah. accountable for that. It, it, uh, no, it's, see, it's like, you're, just not, you. you're not following my, uh, you're, you're following my commandments, and that's why we lost. No, what well, well, your commandments now, <laughs> Moses? Huh? Is that it? Have them written down yeah. on chisels and and. and, and... Gabe is uh, actually like, going perfect, to be the cadre. Just, I, I never do anything wrong. Cadre, that, yeah, I, I hate that they call themselves cadre. My question I, I for you, though, Gabe, though, is like. I know uh, Mini, you know, everybody, he's uh, another person on our team. He was here, that was his first real Milsom West type thing, like Milsom event in general. And Airsoft did... event in general. Yeah, I didn't realize it was his first too when I figured that out after you guys made him stand like fucking nine hours of Firewatch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was so mad about that, dude. I was I was reaming Jake a new one. I but... took my turns with it. But uh, yeah, so my my question for you is just like, if this is your first real Milsom experience, you know, not that I have too much experience myself, I only have like two, two, three, no, four Milsom experiences now that I think about it. But um, what are you hoping to get out of this? You know, uh, I really just, uh, you know, I want to have a good time with my friends. You know, that's uh, okay. you know, what's most important to me. Um, you know, we, we could be going to pizza castle you know if all my friends were there i'd be happy um, but i've always liked airsoft you know i always wanted to go to one of these big events but it's always been one of those things to where like yeah but you know i don't have any friends that do it and it's expensive and i have to go out there but i've got friends that do it now so you know i've really got no excuse to not give it a shot um you know i've always enjoyed airsoft you know I've, uh, ever since uh, i was like a preteen, you know i'd run out uh, in the woods uh, behind my house uh, with my brother and we'd play there um, mm -hmm. but uh, at any rate yeah it, it's a long time coming and you know it's something I you know pretty much have to do before I die yeah. and there are a lot of <laughs> all right, fun all right. too like they're they they really hit you in the the childhood where you play you grew up playing like call of duty or battlefield or something like that and it, it makes you feel like you're actually it's it's a video game moment sometimes what i'm basically trying to say like uh what when, like no some events yeah like do you remember whenever uh we were first pushing up the hill and our singular platoon took out three netto platoons and we were just rolling that was like a video game moment to me now nah, what was a video game moment when we were rucking through the the tree line and like I was with the platoon sergeant and the platoon commander. I don't know where the everybody else in our entire platoon was just gone. 
I don't know why, but it was just the three of us. I think it's because the like the three of us were like the military dudes, so we knew what we were we yeah. were doing. It was funny, but we were just like online, had our rucks. We we were staged, and it was like, yo, where'd everybody go? We heard contact. <laughs> we dropped it. The next thing you know, it's just like BBs flying through the trees. I think it was like two two forties, and they were just beaming and everything, like whizzing by. The commander gets down. Like I get down, the platoon the platoon sergeant's like, "Yo, what's going on?" He starts low crawling, I start low crawling, and it's just like, "What the heck is going on?" So I take my rifle, I put it to my chest, I start rolling around, I get shot like just randomly, and like I just I'm screaming bloody murder. I'm like, "Alex, Alex, where are you? Medic, medic, I need yeah. healing. I, I'm dying." And nobody came, and then all I see in the distance is Harrison just sprinting, just absolutely sprinting towards me. He slides like it's Call of Duty, hands me a water bottle, like like throws it at me, and starts just shooting at people. Yeah. Everybody's screaming and running past us. That that was a video game. That was that was an interesting afternoon. Yeah, yeah, you unlock the Harrison cutscene. Yeah, you, you unlock my really cutscene. I wish I had my GoPro because that would have looked amazing. And I, I hope there's a lot more uh, of these like video game cinematic moments at um, uh, Sochi Strike because this is the first time in this location where they're having an event. Oh, so are we going to be the first ones there? Like, is it's never been touched yeah. by like airsofters? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about by airsofters, but this is the first time Milsim West has hosted an event there. We're, we're going for the inaugural event. So, Gabe, feel very special because I do, and I've been to one before. So I can only imagine what it's like for you. That's crazy. Uh, like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just looking forward to a new experience. And it, it's, it's a new experience on a new field at the very least. Uh, everyone's a little greenhorned uh, to some extent. Yeah, we, we will be. And it, it's going to be a staunch contrast from what uh, the rest of the guys saw at um counterattack sauce or the ones that went to a uh, ball car uh last year because last year was uh nothing but basically field engagements and wooded areas and um we're going to be doing like from what i've seen pretty much cqb or cqc i i get that mixed up all the time uh combat and it's going to be a lot of fun to actually experience that because it's going, like I said, it's going to be a big contrast from what we saw last year. And I want to see this side of it also, especially since we're also gearing up and preparing to go to Guardian Center. And that's pretty much mostly uh, indoor combat. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking forward to it all, man. It's all going to be new to me. Um, yeah, I just want to have, have fun. You know, I feel like. Yeah, so long as we just keep keep a you know a cool head, and uh, you know all yeah. go into it, just wanting to you know have a good time with another. I think it'll be great. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's mainly how I like to operate this the whole Milsim kind of environment. I know that Jake and, and Jesse like to you know do their whole leader bit thing, but when it comes to tactical and you know decision making things, I like I like to put my just two cents in there. Nothing crazy, just enough to help us keep things you know rolling a certain way and i think it works a lot of the time because like we were had we had good radio comms we had enough time to have like a full nap in the middle of the other yeah. at least i did i i took a 
fat nap. Dude. Oh my god, I did too. That was a good it was, nap. It was a nice, like, hour and a half nap that I just, I was out. Because we had been rucking that entire night for hours in the cold. Yeah. I we think it was at least, like, a, a good, at least two miles the morning alone that we rucked. It was it was and an it was I, an interesting good old time because that the the AO that we were in was just massive marshlands swamps and like it it was weird because it went through like it at one point it was like flat desert lands the next it was like uh, not mountainous yeah. but like thick forest and then yeah, the other it was, part it was like a swampy jungle thing it was like completely different biomes just all next to each other and that was that was amazing to me yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you both said it. it was airsoft in minecraft and it was um it was it was just really fun to be able to do all sorts of crap like that and I'm I'm so glad that we were able to experience that. I, I keep saying that basically every episode, but it literally is was a once in a lifetime experience. Unless we were to go again like next year. I know that the next Salsk event is next month, and it's pretty much booked up already. And none of us have plans to go to it because we're all going to be focusing on a Sochi. But I'm I'm just glad we were able to do that. You know. Yeah, you you know, Milson West is cool and all. But Blast Camp, 100%. 100%. American Millisim, nah, 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 nah. Blast Camp. No, I can't, I can't really say anything about American Millisim because we ha I haven't gone to one of those yet, so I don't know how they run their business. Uh, but they, they have they, stuff uh, from... that's very similar from, what I've, from my yeah. understanding. Because mm -hmm. the stuff here, because, you know, Swamp Sniper, his whole home field. I, I don't know if you guys know much about him. I didn't know who he was. You know, he doesn't know I exist. He does, but he doesn't. One of my buddies <laughs> is like a good friend of his, and they like talk, and he like works for him, works at the field. You know, I see a lot of his videos popping up. Like, do you want this? Whatever's in this case, or fifty dollars? And I was like, I want fifty dollars. Oh, that's the guy. I, I've yeah, seen some of his videos spliced up on TikTok. So I, I don't go to that field as often as I should because it's like an hour and something drive. Good field, though. Yeah. It's very nice. I, I like the structure. The kill houses are very set up. It, it's it's good. It's a very open open to an extent. I've, I've done some uh, Milsim stuff there, too. Uh, it was like light Milsim, though. I have some footage from that. It was it was yeah. a good time. I was I dropped a couple of people. Then one of my guns went down. So I was just like, all right, I guess I'm done. Yeah. As long as you got to do that little bit, you know. Guys, uh, I don't know about you guys, but one thing that's like that's enticing me, you know, that I'm really looking forward to is just the sense of adventure. I think you know I'll get out of it because yeah. I, there's one thing I enjoy hiking. Like I, I like going to the beach with like nothing in my mind okay. better to do than to climb all the rocks, you know. <laughs> just like yeah, uh, yeah, that sort I, of that sort of deal. Yeah, like uh, just you know being in a new place, like out in the open to explore is what i'll enjoy well if you're yeah. if you're up for the challenge right i recommend if you have your like rucksack that you're gonna use take it fill it up maybe 30 45 pounds 30 at the if this is your first start do 25 to 35 but set it go to some loose sand at the beach and just run run the entire bank i'm so serious yep. that'll that'll give you a good workout and it'll probably yeah. get you ready for a sochi too I feel like it'll break my ankles too. 
Nah, you'll be fine. Like, I, like I, I get it, like, ready, ready to start. Like, I have a pack ready. Like, yeah, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm getting pumped. I'm ready, I'm ready to start. And then uh, start it's running. You know, and then, yeah, dude, like, my my entire foot just, like, twists, like, first sideways. And, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, first step, like, ankle just broken, completely yeah. destroyed. Yeah, that's why you wear boots, dirt. dude. You don't want to have, you don't want to not have <laughs> boots and just have a broken ankle. <laughs> Uh, dude, yo, what, what if we show up there in my vans, you know, my fresh vans? Yeah, that, that's that's the best combat shoes, it's just a, yeah. a nice pair of they, vans. So funny yeah, because... enough, though, they make, like, an operator shoe that looks like a Converse. Like, it's like a boot, I it's think... got reinforced toes, it's, it's really super low profile but it's like it's like a boot it's it's it looks like yeah, a shoe I, I, super I, comfortable i think i've seen that I, at first for some reason i thought you were talking about the uh, like off-brand adidas shoes that uh gray shop sells but then you mentioned it was a boot i'm like oh yeah that is something but yeah that that's that's it's weird to really look at and to think about but you're like well if it works it works that's what, that's like my whole thing with gear though you know like if it works for you and it's efficient for how you play and you know it looks the part that needs to you know I'm, by all means send it man do whatever you got to do yeah and speaking of uh speaking of gear gabe what um what type of gear do you plan on uh bringing to sochi out of curiosity like i've seen what? a couple of photos of it but like do you know specifically what it's called or did you just buy it because you thought it looked cool well, uh, as far as uh, the gun I'm bringing, it's going to be an ENL uh, AK-74M. Um, nice. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, all black, and uh, the weight's really nice. Um, of course, I do need to buy some spare mags for it and spare batteries. Uh, it's going to take yeah. some uh, sticks, but. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, that's uh, mainly what I'm bringing, you know, as far as camouflage is concerned. I am going with the, you know, ATEX uh, business, but I'm not really too worried about, like, getting 50,000 patches to make myself look cool or anything like that. Yeah. I just, the uh, patches are important, but the, the way I see patches, it's like tattoos. Patches are tattoos to me. You know, each one is important in its own right. Not every one of them means something to somebody. You know, like yeah. I, I have, I have my uh, name tapes. You know, I think name tapes are very important. But that's just like you know how I was brought up. I think if it's like if it's a military aspect, you need your name tape. So if I'm pulling on your bitch strap, you know, the little thing at the back of your flag. I'm like, yo, who am I yanking on? It's like, all right, this is such and such. Yeah, so you'll but, uh, see me in all of my pictures. Is like Zolotov, Zolotov on the front, shoulders, arm, back, and everything. So I think the importance of patches really speaks to the character and the volume. So like I have my uh, Russian Soviet patches on all of my like other, you know, uh, Spetsnaz 13 patch on like my right shoulder, but my Go left right shoulder, back. you know, the, the, the left shoulder I keep says 3-1 and it'll have, uh, which is like, you know, my old Marine Corps unit have my like Brahma patch, you know, because that's like the, the front facing uh, you know, towards the enemy. It's like, yeah, I'm op four. I'm like Russian and everything now, but like, you know, this is this is what I came from. This is my patch. This is who I am. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Um, I mean, as far as patches are concerned, like, I have wanted one kind of patch, but I mean, like, it's nothing serious. Like, I just thought it'd be really fun to just like have like a like a smiley face patch as cheesy as it is <laughs> just because i think it's kind of funny on top of being really... kind of funny 
you know, it, it helps lighten the mood so that no one's like going to be over serious about you know what yeah. we're doing because they see a big smiley face on my shoulder. Yeah, I remember uh, a couple years ago, I got I got some of the buddies uh, that were in the air, the original airsoft group, uh, all patches from Gray Shop that says Brazzers in arms. You know, like Brazzers. You know what Brazzers is? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just lighten the mood. Put it on their wall patch put it on their gear something something funny you know and i i mean like the the patches i usually like to keep mine uniformed like if it's a milsim event like what we're about to go to where we're trying to be like quote in character as somebody from that military i kind of like to keep it like uniformed like this is what they'd actually have they wouldn't have something stupid like uh fucking corn dog shooting uh two ak-47s at a toaster oven or something like that badass yeah badass i know but um even with all of that there usually is like one patch that i'll have to like identify myself because i know that sometimes especially in the dark uh gear can look confusing you won't know who you're talking to because you may be trying to talk to me but in reality you're talking to fucking carlton from north dakota that came to the event you know so there's always one time I want to have, or like one patch I want to have that signifies me. And for me, usually it's either my um, ODST patch from Halo that one of our buddies, Angel, got me from Christmas one year, or the Rebel Alliance from Star Wars logo that I have also. Just one of those two, something smaller to just signify like, oh, this is this person. Okay. You know? Yeah, like, uh, honestly, like, if you can find some way to, like, uh, you know, put Anakin Skywalker murdering younglings on a patch, I think that'd be right up your alley. Yeah, let me, let me just get Hayden Christensen to sign off on that. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. In fact, like, forget the patch, just have, like, a tattoo of Hayden Christensen on your arm. Bro, I'll, I'll get it. Give me the money, I'll do it. <laughs> let's, let's start a GoFundMe for it. Help Harrison get like Hayden Christensen a 700 fucking dollar tattoo of just his face and it's like warped and everything it's kind of like a crude lightsaber like imagine if i like gained a lot of weight after getting that tattoo and his face is just spread out <laughs> well, dude, I, I just want to imagine you being think. old like it, it, it just makes me think of that scene from uh that's my boy like where they take off their shirts and it's like you know the the plane the plane like yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was, that was a that was a pretty funny movie. I, I liked it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. There were people complain about you know wanting their teacher, but that's, know, that's a, neither that's here nor whole, there. That's a whole other uh, debate for a different podcast. <laughs> uh, why can't we talk about movies? No, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, that's not what this one's for, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe in a different lifetime. Uh, well, Gabe's uh, really close to this being his only appearance on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, you, you can splice some clips together from Milsim, you know, like make a little like movie out of it. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, a couple of us are bringing GoPros. Me personally, I'm not because I am poor. But I, know I, that I have. Yeah. Harrison, I have like four. You can borrow one of mine. Oh, I didn't know that. Why wasn't I told this before? <laughs> you didn't ask. 
my fault. I, I didn't know it was something I had to ask about. I thought it was just something that, like, you would say, like, hey, guys, I want to see all different angles for re recording Milsim West. So I have four different uh, GoPros. But now that I know that DJ's got a GoPro. I'm buying more cameras, too. I'm buying little, uh, little cameras to get, like, you know, all types of angles and shots of, like, you know, like, oh, gun cam, gun angle. Yeah, gun, a gun cam know. would be amazing. Then you need you need to get a really obnoxious camera that looks up your nose. You know you know you know what I'm I, talking about. Yeah, I already have a scope cam uh, that I, I I sit on top of my stuff if I'm like sniping. But yeah, my but I, mean, I broke my dragon off, so oh, until okay. I finish working on my SVD12, it's it's not happening. I'm not gonna be able to do anything crazy. Yeah, yeah no DJ slash Novridge crossover. No, it's not no. Yeah, well, I, I've never um, seen. I wasn't. No, go ahead. Okay, I, I was trying to change the subject, but you you can go ahead, my friend. I was just gonna say I was never really big into airsoft sniping because I thought it was basically pointless until I was like, more or less by what like recent events in life that was like, you know what? Maybe I should maybe I should see what how how it's going on in airsoft, how it's going down. Yeah, that makes sense. And since we're on the subject of guns uh dj what do you plan on bringing to sochi strike oh i am glad you asked my good friend i am bringing that good old pp19 lct videos videos i've yes, been a, been a good fan of those i i, I used I it have... on a Say, that say a, words. Say words out of your face. That was a long, awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it didn't I, need to be, but you made it that way. So I was just like, I'm was, just not going to say anything either. It was more of a standoff to see who was going to say something first. And I'm definitely not editing that out. That's staying in there. Yeah, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a casual listener right now. <laughs> casual listener while participating. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's pretty much how it goes. That's it. But I'm... The, I'm bringing that one or the the Graza, and it's like, oh, oh well, why are you at a Graza? I'm making one out of a G and G, but it's proving to be very interesting because the switch. I might bring both. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's, if you bring, that's if that's I get to see that Graza like in its final form, man, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta get up real close on that thing. I got, I gotta, mm, you know, it's, like, it's, like it's uh, get a good sniff in. Good. I, I might, because I don't like the, the magwell on it, and the magwell is like one of the main problems I have with it. Everything else is pretty okay. Um, but for for the PP19, it's full Zeneco furniture. It's pretty nice. Like, e everything. Whole thing. I have an EOTech. Yeah, I have an EOTech on it. And an, a magnifier. Oh, is so, like I mean, a legitimate EOTech? Yeah. Oh, well, that's expensive, yeah. man. Yeah, that's pretty pretty mine. It was oh. not mine. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be probably a really good gun to have, especially with the close quarters encounters we're probably going to have. And oh, I know yeah, that most the, definitely. Uh, I know that the, the Vityas is also pretty good at medium range, too. Like, long range, it's kind of shabby. Uh, but so I tested range. it when I was still in California. We had, like, our own little gun range, I say in quotation marks, and it reached out to, like... A hundred feet, a hundred feet. Yeah, it was one hundred and twenty feet, bad. like literal, literal feet. And I, that was like the drop. That was the drop off. So I haven't been able to. What I want to get done, if I could swing it, if we could get at least all of the team members' guns and stuff practice, 
and like a rubric you know that's a piece i'm gonna work with you guys here after you know good old words but i like i want what i want to take is i got all these like books you know these old military they're called data books you know that you can record your stuff into i'm gonna have one data book that it's like hey this is the sniper rubric this is what the parameters of your sniper should be and you know this is how i want it to fit for not only aesthetics but also like performance because i'm i'm again big in performance versus how it looks like it, it could look cool but if you can't hit the bard sign of a bard's ass you know what you mean i don't know how that's saying yeah i said it right a second ago something something barn yeah, yeah. I, don't yeah. think bar, I don't think barns uh have it's, an no, ass no, no, it's, it's like the inside. broad side of a barn house yeah there we go yeah, that, yeah, that's the broad side of a barn. yeah you just had to give the barn an ass didn't you i had yeah. i had to get it out of there but <laughs> yeah you take that take that right and you t you use those elements to better yourself you know so what i would want to do is like record the data you know train up a little bit you know if we could get everybody for like maybe a weekend you know yeah like a, like a fourth weekend before the event starts you know take you guys i would i would come down to you guys in florida have uh harrison swing that way if we could yeah. you know because then it'll be you me angel mini Oh, yeah, dude. If we if we went to Florida, we can find a local hiking trail, right? You know, just uh, do some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's old... that's what I mean. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna have some another four day weekend, and, and if we can coordinate with everybody, that would be great. You know, we could get a little bit of practice in. We could work together. Cause I got I go to Florida a lot anyway to visit family, so it, it's it's great for me. But you know, that's what I mean. Like I want to record. Like, hey, what is the actual no joke? max effective range for this airsoft gun and like you know you, you hear that and you're like well that sounds kind of silly but it's like if it's the difference between me winning and possibly winning a sponsorship to get like you know two thousand dollars for free tickets you know a crazy yeah. own like my own little workshop my own speed qb field where i can just train up milsim dudes it's like if that's yeah. the difference it's like taking that little bit of time to just be like hey is my gun better than this other guy's? You know, it means did everything. Four, did he spend four hundred dollars on a gun that's not even going to work for him for more than twenty minutes? Yeah, it, it means what everything, is, especially when yeah. it means everything, especially when sponsorships are on the line. Because one of the like big things with us doing all this that like I hope to God that one day we are able to get is some sort of sponsorship. Not even like necessarily like a big like evike or a gray shop sponsorship but something like just even a local field saying like hey we're, we're gonna sponsor you kind of like how g2 does with uh our open play form of our team is like we we get discounts at their field they recognized us as uh one of their sponsored teams we we call them our home field well, when I say we, I'm talking about most of the, the part of the group that's in Ohio and all of that. And like something even as small as that, where it's like you just get a 10% off for open plays. That means the world to airsoft players, especially ones that are trying to come up and uh, make something big about their, their group or themselves, really. Yeah, honestly. And I like that's that's. Really, so I've been trying to meet up with uh, teams in Virginia, because you know I, I don't talk about it a lot, but I, I like the business side of uh, airsoft a lot. So Harrison, you know, he's like he's a business partner of mine. We do the podcast together. We we work yeah. in tandem for a lot of like stuff. What I'm trying to get done, 
you know, Gabe, and if you want to chime in on this, um, I'm trying to get like a good set of like, you know, you see your speed QB, you see your like your Rainbow Six tournaments. I want that, but for airsoft, you know, I want different camera angles. I want breaching. I want like ripping walls apart. You know, I've, I've gotten to a very good point where I'm talking to other companies and it's like, hey, you know, you, we can get this done. We can situate you guys. We can sit you down. It's just like, what are you willing to sponsor? And if we have the sponsors to back us, then we can back other people. You know, I, I, there's an there's a airsoft uh, field out here in Virginia. I was explaining to them the whole thing. And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll totally let you sponsor your event. They've already got their, their speed QB teams. They've got people who do sim round training and everything there. So it's like if I could work with like, you know, it's a G2. You know, I know it's, they sponsor the open play, but, you know, yeah. just something at that level, you know, where we can like coordinate uh, events that I would want to see. You know, like my whole thing is like the tactical aspect of Milsim and Airsoft because it's like you should have your kit run like a Milsim player, fight like a speed softer, but know what you're doing is always and forever will be strictly Airsoft. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I get it. Um, as far as like events are concerned, like are you talking like classic five v five, like uh, search and destroy type deal, like uh, breaching six v six, but yeah, six v six. You know, on you know like a like a plywood building with multiple entryways and yep, uh, corridors In, entirely. Uh, I had like for sludge. Say say you're like trying to breach. You need a hooligan tool. You know, give them with like that uh, ever foam. You know, it's like they used so to much. Co uh, cosplay stuff. So the way the styrofoam wall would work, it's it's like maybe the styrofoam itself is like two inches thick with like an inch thick of uh, cardboard. You know, you take all that stuff together yeah. and you think, well, how would your BBs go through that? Surprisingly, very effectively. It's like, yeah, it'll get through it, but it's like one BB and it's like, oh, well, all right. Well, now I know someone's shooting through that wall. I'm like, dang well and now i gotta move and it's like you shoot a giant hole through it and it's like well now i can see into it you know yeah you want to breach using like a hooligan tool you take like a uh a hammer you made out of the like the foam material that they use for cosplayers that way it's malleable enough to where you can you know bonk it around but you're not carrying something that could hurt someone you know you just yeah. rip it rip something out you know take your shotguns have your again with the foam because you want to be able to like replicate that action, you know. My that's that's my whole thing. If I can replicate that action, it's like boom. I take that that hooligan tool, that hammer, boom, knock the door handle off. Take the shotgun, you know. I've got my like magnesium shotgun, but it's literally just a CO2 gas powered, you know, shotgun. Got as much as much power as possible. Boom, you shoot the shotgun, you know, it rips off the door handle. There you go. You know that that's yeah. that's the level of realism that I'm looking to obtain. I mean, that, that's yeah, really cool and all, but, like, how are you going to stop someone from, say, like, just straight up, like, Spartan kicking that, like, uh... <laughs> oh, you can. I'm, I'm not going to stop some. If you want to Spartan it. kick a door, go for it. That is the worst thing you can do. And the reason for that is, if you Spartan kick the door, where are you going to go? Yeah. You, you don't have anywhere else to go. You're just there. I mean, right? like, so the thing is, like... It, it shouldn't take, like, I wouldn't expect it to take, like, all of your force to do that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, you're not that's, just, that's, like, completely Gabe, that's, stunning that's, yourself. That's in real life. So if you Spartan kick a door, like, if, you're, if, you, if you've ever watched room cleaning videos, or just, I know you haven't, but, like, 
that's a no-go. You never want to Spartan kick a door because you, you're leaving your leg exposed. Your entire team is, like, behind you. So you open the door, you're you're in the fatal front. And once you're in the fatal front and you just get shot and die, you're useless. Yeah. You're useless. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not thinking about the door itself here, uh, but, like, just, like, your wall, right? Like, your, uh, mm -hmm. like if you just have a wall, not everyone's going to be watching it like they'd be watching a door. You, you kick it, by the time people realize you kicked it, you run out of the way. Yeah. Gabe, what are maybe, you maybe, about? It could work. maybe it could work for airsoft purposes. I think he, what he's meaning is like, let's say you're that posted up at a window and you're you're poking outside trying to shoot at someone, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, uh, fucking Ivor the speed softer decides to Spartan kick the wall in next to you. And by the time you figure out, oh, somebody Spartan kicked that, and you turn around, he's already out of the way. Like he kicks the door and runs away? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Like, I'm trying to understand. Is that, is that what you're getting at? I, yeah, I like, believe uh, that's what Gabe was getting at, Yeah, too. like, because it's it's not like you're dealing with, like, real, like, uh, real-world materials here. There still would be, so the, the border stuff is still for that. They're, like, for the windows and shit like that. And murder holes, but they're they're still doors, Gabe, like actual yeah. doors. Yeah, I'm saying like as far as um like like because you said like having like these, these poly polystyrene. That's and, what it's uh, called, dude. I could not remember and, what the word board, was. Uh, sort of like walls and and doors and mm -hmm. uh, you know boarded windows with that. But that's a really it's going to be a pretty light material. So like yeah, you're not going to exert yourself too much by busting it up, you know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. just like if you want to punch a hole in it, you probably could and then still live. Yes, Gabe, that's that's the uh, point. Yeah, no, I'm saying like what's <laughs> like what's that's the, the what's that's the, that's my like, point. So No, 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 like, no, no. What I'm trying to say is like why is a, is allowed? Because, like, of course, in real life, you can't just well, kick an entire wall be, down. There, there's right? rules, Gabe. Are you asking what the rules and, like, <laughs> yeah, like the criteria? Yes, I, that's what I'm trying to say. No, I did start with that. What's, I said, what's <laughs> that stopping them? That's not at all what's, what you started I, with. Hey, no, no, I start, said, what's stopping them from doing that? And you, the rules, Gabe. You the rules. <laughs> <laughs> the rules. We'll, we'll see who what, what happened. There's recording of it all. Yeah, that's there. so. The, there's gonna be like four different camera setups. Like, my main goal though is to not impede on any of the airsofters' like personal gear. That's like oh, my main yeah. thing I want to avoid. Yeah, it's a big aspect of it all because uh, you don't want to spend over a grand on your kit just for you to use it one time and it immediately like half of it gets messed up yeah that's the unfortunate like part because i want i want you to be like hey you got to you got to this point you know like you are a bona fide like hey boom but i want it to be like like yeah we've all got sponsors and everything and it's all paying for us but if they if we if it's like a tournament you know tournament yeah. tournament based rules you know it's it's live streamed it's like this event happens once a year and you know you train for national events at each one of the things and each event gets you know progressively bigger and bigger yeah i think that would be amazing to have it on the level of that and like we like you said a couple uh episodes ago dj 
um, having it like, what if it was streamed at like Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that, like CSGO was at one point. I, I think that would be fantastic. Like, yeah. even if I'm not taking part in that event, if I decide, man, I kind of want some, some Buffalo Wild Wings, and I go and I sit down and I look at one of the TVs and it's just 6v6 tournament, that, that would be I would be ecstatic. I wouldn't want to leave even after I'm done eating my food. Dude, that yeah, reminds me of something. You ever seen like the the remember Deadliest Warrior? How sometimes they would have like a like a five v five six v six scenario. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Like that, that's <laughs> something I really enjoy I, watching. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, they, oh yeah, like they, they'll just be like, uh, awesome. you know, like who would win? Like you know, five Shaka Zulu or or five uh, CIA operatives, and then like. <laughs> and yeah, then, sometimes then, it was very unbalanced. Yeah. Like, like, I, <laughs> there's other times where it was pretty balanced like uh there was the green berets versus the uh the spetsnaz and then other times there was like pirates versus knights and i think somehow the pirates still ended up winning and beating the well, knights yeah, pirates... the knight full armor yeah but the pirates have flintlocks yeah, i know but it didn't even armor. come down to that it didn't even come down to that as far as i know i may be wrong because it's been like the better part of a decade since i watched it but I think it really came down to their swordsman skills. You know what? Which is kind of questionable. Well, because you have cutlasses. Yeah. And then, I don't know, the armor is soft on the inside. But you know, like, a really good website, or good, a good website that really got me on the train of this is just, like, Airsoft C3, you know? Because yeah, it has tell all... Tell me about that. I don't think I've heard of that before. It's got all the teams of like you. So you start off right. You you open up the website, and it's just this big ass map of the United States. And it's got like you you log in, you add your team, you know you 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 organize your fields, you put your field on there, you know you register yeah. your field and everything. And it, you can see like how many people's fields are there, how many teams. Like say California, for instance, right? We hover over California, 37 fields, 36 shops, 416 teams, and 29 advocates, nine organizers. Nine, I'm pretty sure the organizers the dudes who do it. But you know what I mean? That sounds pretty impressive, honestly. A good way to keep up with the community. That's what I mean, though. That's like, like you know, take all these dudes that are like, hey, my team is this, this, and this. It's like, all right, cool. We have your team, what you've gone through, and your accomplishments, you know? Yeah. I don't know if anybody on our side uses it. I, I would have to check good old Ohio, but I think uh, I think Jesse mentioned something about using a website like that. I'm not sure if it was that one, but I remember him saying that he registered or somebody did registered the um, the Storm Company group on a website like that. And granted, that was a good bit ago. Uh, I think like at least two years ago, way before we. Uh, reformed into having an open play division and a uh, milson division of Grupa Storm, but I, I think he said something about that. Well, see, that's what I mean, though. You know, like, like to to utilize this. You know, it's a it's a small little thing, but it's the little things that matter, especially in this regard. Because if you can set your community, if you can set yourself above the the rest of the people, like, what makes you different from? You know, Jimmy, who's been watching Milsim videos for the last couple of days, running in his mom's backyard around, like, an old door he found on somebody's yard. That's the, that's the stuff yeah. that I mean. Like, you know, I built, a, I built a table out of a door that I found out of somebody's fucking 
fucking trash. You know, not trash, but he was like <laughs> throwing the door away. That he just he was yeah. like, hey, you guys want a door? I was like, yeah. I took the door home, took my buddy's two by fours, built a table, straight for myself. I didn't nice. have a table in my room. I built a table. I, I had a. Nice. I, there's a picture of it on my Instagram. <laughs> it's hilarious. The craftsmanship. Oh, yeah. never you know what? Fits. I was. I you were. We were talking about it and about the airsoft team, Harrison, and it's on there. It is literally. Oh, on okay. There. Yeah. It's I, I thought so. Spec Ops, Keaton and Keeling, Ohio, and between Strategy Response Team, SRT, Storm Company, Airsoft, Newark, Ohio, Storm Company, formerly NSAF. When the fuck was it that? What does that even mean? Uh, I think it's really, New Soviet Armed Forces. Like, like, uh, you, you had this build up, like, about the table, and then you said, like, you said it's on the I was website. very excited like, about oh, the table, wow. man. Well, you had the table, the you website, give the, the website is on, like, you posted the Well, because I, I was really, ex- I was really excited <laughs> yeah. about the table, because it's like, I was when I was still homeless, man. I built a table for man, my like, school because yeah, I didn't like, have the money. That table really, really cool. got excited. I'm just saying that, like, you just automatically just said, I was excited about the table, Gabe. Fuck. We were too. It's just then you stopped immediately talking about it. Because <laughs> that, that was it. I built a table out of a door. That that, that was the whole <laughs> sentence. But you, you didn't separate it. There's no comma and then... How, how am I supposed to... <laughs> I just, was, table, door, run comma. On like, game, what the fuck? <laughs> our team is more focused on a Russian-based equipment, but anyone on our team can use what they prefer. We attend as many Airsoft events as we can. We frequent local fields as well as play backyard style games with backyard style games i'm like i said i'm super big into like the realism aspect so i had a 3d printed bomb that i made back when i was still in california running games as the manager for uh uh god damn what is that fucking field called modern airsoft camp pendleton right so it's got buttons switches flicks and all that other good stuff and you can just it makes noises, lights up. I want to eventually make one that's like a briefcase that kind of shoots BBs at your face. So, like if yeah, you don't if you don't defuse the bomb, like you know, it's not well, just so making it out of the right So how would you do it? Like uh, some BB channels and like compressed air. Is it like a flinger that runs on a battery? Like, uh, springs, a net springs, because it's simple. You know, rather than having compressed air and everything and worrying about that just leaking or whatever, just use a compression spring. Literally just close it, put it, put the BBs through the channel. It's closed. Once the bomb ticks off, you didn't get the time or put in the code properly. Pops open, flies all the BBs at your face. Okay. That, that sounds very, very like extensive and impressive. I'm actually really excited to see something like that. Like when you and um, a couple of the other lads brought a. Uh, airsoft claymore to blast camp a couple years ago that threw me for a whirl i thought it was amazing yeah i totally forgot about that that was pretty cool to me so like did it have like a tripwire do you have a clacker uh we had (laughs) we had both of them so it was our engineer it was juan he had the trip wire the trip wire and the detonator but he forgot he had the detonator and was like fuck it so ran back up with a thing of 550 and tied a uh a tripwire to, to a tree and it, it went off it worked he got a fuck ton of kills but it was funny <laughs> the game it, like, it was pretty cool yeah dude um of course uh if this if this team ever gets land that'd be amazing like like if we just had team land to go to yeah 
like just reliably to that's, do that's whatever the, that's cool. you know I'm like that call we want to do outside of events yeah that's something I think that, that would, would be really awesome. excite me yeah just i'm trying to get some anything. uh land or something out here in virginia you know well, i wouldn't mind wherever it is as long as it was it, something for the team well i'm gonna get a couple of acres so my mom's found these this land in georgia i think it was like 16 16 or something acres it, it was it wasn't crazy but it was a pretty decent amount but it was cheap it was like eight grand and i was like what the Ooh. fuck why and she was like it's because of the soil and the, the the it's like fucking swampy but it wasn't it wasn't too swampy and even if even at that you just laying the concrete however laying concrete super expensive ridiculously yeah, expensive very much because you're not just paying for the concrete itself you're paying for the truck that brings it and the people that mix it mm-hmm. hey, it's hey, like who wants to bring out some quick crate? yeah put some quick crate on it <laughs> Yeah, just get that quick creed on there. But yeah, the land for the team would be exponential. It would, if I use that term correctly, I don't know if I did or didn't. But it would be pretty amazing. Dude, honestly, I wouldn't mind going out. Like, if we had land, I wouldn't mind going out there and us all just scrapping together, like, whatever, like, plywood or garbage we could get from Lowe's, uh, like, onto yeah. a truck and just, like, building stuff. Like just to, just to have it's, stuff out there. It's always amazing to see like up and coming airsoft places because you see like I'm not being rude when I say this. You see how little they have, and you see like over time them building more and more and more. Because I went to the field where G2 was before they moved to their current place at Camp Victory, and like it was a good place. It was just very limited with what we could do there, though. And yeah, um, I'm sorry. it was just, no. it was, no, you're good. And go into the new place and there's woods around it. You can, you see like, oh man, there's a lot more we could actually do here. That's cool. Just stuff yeah. like that, you know? That's all, that's always great. I, I was, I was looking, we were talking about it. And I started looking at, uh, acres of land near me so there's two acres for 50 grand three eight 3.4 acres for 50 grand three another 3.40 acres for 80 grand and i don't i don't know how how big that honestly is like two acres yeah I, I, i'm not literate with how big uh certain land is i'm only like, if you tell me miles, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty big. That's like a trip down the road to Walmart or come and go or something like that. And then uh, if you start saying acres, I'm like, acorns? Question mark? Yeah, I have no idea. How, like, I know how a square feet is. There's, yeah. yeah. One thing I've noticed uh, looking at, you know, here in Alabama, looking at, you know, some of the land options available is... Uh, it seems that like a, a large chunk of land that's not really useful to many people will go on sale and it's such a large portion of land like there's so many acres there that it's just like a bundle deal it's almost like going to sam's club but like the, the total price is like ridiculously expensive but like what you're getting is insanely good yeah. so yeah no those I, things I, where I totally like if you understand. had the money you're getting a steal but it's just like just out of reach. It's uh, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, 
good land's hard to come by, especially for airsoft because how much like you you need to basically use it for commercial use because you're you're running a business on it. You can't yeah. just say like, yeah, I want this. Got, it's going to be for you got your business tax, your property tax, and then you got to pay your electricity fee. That's why when I want to, that's when I do it. You know, we're running straight off of our own grid. So we'll have like yeah. a solar power, like a 16 watt, not watt, but like, like 16 rows of fucking just straight solar panels on top of all the roofs, buildings and everything like satellite dishes, like each one of yeah. the like houses that you can raid and go through you know and then keep it all in like our underground not underground but like off-site generator you know just just yeah. off-site i mean that, that that would definitely take a lot of extensive planning also i actually know a guy who who sells and installs solar panels he was my old math teacher so dj like yes. uh like if you don't go down the business route like you're not gonna like rent out the land and it's just for us I, I think you could still keep it residential especially if it's like a campground so if we build some like you know basic or don't even have to build like if we just put a couple trailers down there so that you can everyone's comfortable prior to the, the game or whatever mm -hmm. then like you know it's it'd still be a residential thing especially if we're just doing it like i don't think you have to pay a bunch of taxes so long as it's just like it's just uh it's a campground it, it's just uh, where we hold, hold private events. It's not like a business business, you know? Do you know what's... So I just looked up a piece of land in Friendship Friendship Drive, Newcourt, Ohio. And it says it's $9,000 for 4,356 square feet. It's, it's basically in this open fucking field. It's both of the, both of the lots, like this small little area. But it's only like ten grand, and it's like you can make fifty-four payments, or you can make payments of fifty-four dollars a month. And I was like, "That's, that's not terrible." Yeah, for your own piece of land, fifty-four dollars a month—that's yeah. that's really not bad. Well, how many months would that be, though? I'm pretty sure that would be like like. Damn, you'd probably be, you'd probably die making those payments if it's only fifty-four. Well, I'm pretty sure you could probably negotiate it, but like still though, you know, just just have that option. Like financing is good. That's why it's always nice to have like a good set of credit, you know? Um, yeah. Dude, um, near me, it says it's in uh, Ashford, Alabama, but there's a three acre lot going for $3,200, uh, $32,000, sorry. What is the, what is the land it look like? What's the, what's it's a, the... It's like, uh, it's woods. Hmm. So it's uh so you get three acres of woods, uh, for thirty two thousand dollars. That's crazy. Well, we'd ha we'll have to explore that more next time. Hey, Gabe, it was great having you on here, man. Thank you so much yeah. for you know taking the time to come hang out with us. Uh, do you have anything you want to add before we kick this off? Um, well, uh, I just want to say it's been great. Um, certainly uh, a new experience for me, and I, I guess. Uh, um, Milsim and Sochi is also going to be a new experience for me. Uh, I hope to make <laughs> friends. I hope, uh, you know, to have good times. Uh, I hope everyone, you know, stays chill. We have a, a good time. And, uh, you know, I want to leave having made uh, more friends than I have currently. Solid. Yeah. Solid. That was great. All right. Uh, well, but before before we uh, fully hang up, uh, we do have a newly made Instagram account. Um, 
at Harry D podcast, no spaces at all uh, on Instagram. Give it a follow if you guys don't mind. Uh, always willing to have some uh, constructive criticism or some words of encouragement about our podcast and all that. And um, from the Harry D podcast, I'm Harry. I am D. Thank you all for listening. Have a good day. 93.